Hey everyone, and welcome to the third episode of Geek and Grit. Today, I have here the son of Jazzy. Can we get some some air horns? No? Not gonna work? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> delayed, delayed, but there nonetheless. Um, Jazzy has been a really good friend of mine for a really long time. I have known him for about four years. I think at least. Yeah. I think yeah, three least. or four. Easy. Um, but the son of Jazzy, where do I begin with this gem of a human? Oh. Oh, right? He is Ooh. an artist, a content creator. Um, he does play a lot of horror games, which is near and dear to my heart, like Phasmophobia, Dead by Daylight, uh, Blair Witch, which was hysterical to watch. Um, and he's actually a world record holder for the game Hanako, a speedrun of that. Which, that's pretty freaking amazing. It, I'm, I'm, like, I'm so happy. <laughs> like you're beaming. I love that. I love that. But it's great to have you on. Like I, oh, Thank you for the invite, genuinely. I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> like, I'm so excited. <laughs> But yeah, so how are you doing? First yeah, job. doing all right. Doing all right. Good. As, as, probably as well as as can be in such times. But yeah, I'm 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 doing great. Good, 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 good. I'm glad. <laughs> we just had a birthday, and he actually had a stream where his parents were pieing him, and that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah that was that was that was a mood. Oh, it was uh, so good. <laughs> Like I'm still, I'm still breathing in whipped cream from that, that from that <laughs> stream. It was, God, it was good. I liked it. Um, <laughs> Jazzy also is a member of the LGBTQIA2 plus community, so it is nice to have somebody in the community on the show as well. Because um, I think we are actually going to have a lot to talk about in terms of like mental health and like how it affects us queer folk yeah because <laughs> honestly i think i think the experience is pretty common worldwide absolutely so with that like have you like recently in the last year or so especially with like tensions being as high as they are with covid have you heard or like felt any sort of bias or discriminatory remarks against you more so than normal honestly not too much to be honest because it's um, it's it's kind of like it's a it's a bit of a weird thing for me is i like when when i was younger when i was in school and stuff and i kind of realized that i'm i'm bi and that like that's like i like dudes and i like girls like i find everybody attractive and whatnot mm. like when i start when i was like comfortable enough telling my mates it was kind of they it, the, the laughed at me they thought it was i was joking or it was like a phase or mm -hmm. just something that it wasn't and then from that i kind of kept it to myself because i don't want people thinking i'm either doing it for attention or that i'm doing it for like clout as just something like that something like a phase that it wasn't just genuinely something that i yeah am yeah so it was I, I, it's not something that i really i'm too open with because i'm i don't want people thinking that i'm either lying or pretending or stuff like that so it, it, i i wouldn't say i've come across too much 
like judgment or bias towards it because I'm not exactly the most open about it. Mm. But that's more just personal preference, if you get me. So I just, I kind of just want to comment on that. Like, I think it is really ironic that if a, a woman or somebody who is female presenting, that is what they identify as, says that they are bisexual, it is okay. Oh, yeah. But as soon as a dude does it, like, there's this weird stigma, like, well, then you're just really gay. Yeah, dudes can't be bi, you're either straight or you're gay, there's no in-between, and I don't don't understand, because I've had had mates who have found out that female friends are bi, and they're like, oh, that's awesome, that's awesome, and all that stuff, and then if I was to turn around, they'd go, what, are you? Really? Are are you sure? It's It's not... Being a bi guy had a lot more... And I'd say a little bit more stigma towards it just because, pe- especially females, I'd say are much better. Like, if I was to tell a female friend that I'm bi, that it'd be absolutely fine. Yeah. But if I was to tell a guy that I'm bi, they'd be like, Oh, are you, sh- are you sure? Like, yeah, like, you don't get that often. I hate that. I hate that so much. Because the, at the end of the day, it's like, it's, it's everybody's sexual identity is so personal, you yeah. know? And it's not like we, we try to teach out, like, hey, don't diminish other people's feelings why are you diminishing other people's sexualities yeah exactly it's not it's it's not for you to comment on if i say that i am something then i I don't see any reason why you should distrust what i say it's not something that i'm gonna lie about yeah it just it seems so weird and i i really like thank you for being comfortable talking to me about it first and foremost yeah um, all right <laughs> but i really want to work to try to break stigma right like that's a lot of the reason why i like to think i do what i do because i think being able to have again open conversations about you know things like sexuality things like mental health things like racism and politics and religion yeah will get us as a human race closer to where we need to be in order to live cohesively because at the yeah. end of the day like all I can ask for is tolerance. Like you don't have to agree with what I'm doing. Yeah, completely. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to do it yourself. You don't. You don't have to do anything, but just don't. Please don't treat me any different because I think different to you. Exactly. That it makes no sense. Exactly. Exactly. I absolutely one hundred and ten percent agree. It's like yeah, but for like like not even even with like LGBTQ, but like everything as you said, like religion, race. It's like I, I don't understand how people can assume you should treat somebody else different because they have a different belief to you. It's like I'm 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 an atheist, but I would never turn around and go tend to a Christian or to and just say no, you're wrong. No, you're complete. You shouldn't believe what you believe because I don't believe it. It's like that's not my place to say. Yeah. Yeah. It, if somebody gets solace in their beliefs or whatnot, then all the better. Yeah. Uh, so I'm kind of to to your point. Like, I will say I I'm an atheist as well, right? For the most part, like there there are certain aspects of spirituality that I have. Um, yeah. And most of those lean more towards like paganism and things like that because okay. it was it's historically it is one of the older religions like you can find like and paganism is such an umbrella term oh snap but um that threw me off i'm sorry um (laughs) paganism is such an umbrella term because um 
it just means like almost like nature nature you know a nature-based religion yeah i was gonna say i've heard of it but i I can't say i'm too aware of what the what it entails if you get me yeah and i i always have found that my my line of thinking in terms of religion is i find the evidence and where it initially started and that to me tends to be the truer religion if that makes sense yeah whatever seems to how do i say it? it seems to suit your perspectives and beliefs that's obviously what it'll be drawn to you so i guess i'm more agnostic than atheist like i don't necessarily believe in the bible i don't i i don't i'll say that now i don't yeah but i don't judge somebody for for taking solace in in the bible same thing like the quran or any of those absolutely but i think there's there's this fine line of being able to believe and trying to force feed. Yeah, I, I, that's that's the point where I don't like it. Is if say if I have somebody of faith l- look less upon me for not believing in something, mm-hmm. it's I, I I don't. It's it's just hard to comprehend in the fact that like because I don't believe in God or. Mm-hmm. Muhammad or all, or all that kind of stuff. I don't understand why I now of lesser importance, and I will only be saved or fixed if I choose to do what you do. Yeah, it's 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 a very construed way of thinking, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And I will say, like having grown up in a religious family, like it definitely took a toll on my mental health. Yeah. It definitely did because I always felt like the outsider. And unfortunately, I've never really grown out of that feeling of feeling like an outsider. Yeah. Um, I mean, there there's a whole slew of things that have happened to make me feel that way. But I think religion was was one of them. No, that makes sense. And like even when I was kind of growing up, like I would I was starting to get into like playing video games like on my Sega Genesis back in the day. Yes. Oh, good, that was good. the first console that I <laughs> personally owned. Like we had the the Nintendo, uh the regular Nintendo and everything like that. Yeah. But that was the first one that I particularly owned. And okay. good good start. Right. And um I would always get yelled at for playing. Like as soon like they I had the console, it was gifted to me. And then as soon as I sat down to like play something, it was like, Well, why are you doing that? And I'm like, yeah. You hello? Is it just me? <laughs> if if yeah, you, you got me it. <laughs> right? Like so and and a lot of that was like, you know, well, God doesn't like this or God doesn't like that. And the fear of God was put, instilled in me. So yeah. anything that I did, like, I was genuinely fearful that this big man in the sky was going to fucking take an axe to my face. If you played video games. Right? Yeah. And yeah. video games, even early on, was my escape because, like, I, I, I don't know how much you know about my story, but I grew up in a very, very tumultuous situation. Okay. Where I was basically tossed back and forth between my biological mother who is no longer with us but she was brutal to me brutal to me like i was always and i i literally just had this conversation with my partner i 
grew up thinking that I was not worth anything because I was told I was not worth anything. Yeah. Right? So my biological mother would tell me on a consistent basis whenever she had me that the only reason she had me was for a check. So I ended up taking two video games even earlier. Yeah. Because I just needed an escape. Yeah, it's a great escape. It's you get to it's it sounds I know this sounds like all um philosophical but it, it lets you escape it lets you be, be somebody different for a little while you don't need to think about what's going on because you're controlling a character you're controlling something that you can just get invested in and it's it's so much more to, from like i know a lot of people use like music and films for the same kind of reason but for like gaming especially for like for me as well it's just i get it it's just the most interactive form that you can you you, you choose this path you choose where your character goes, what it does, and it's just it, it, just ignore everything around you. It's it, it's the best for me personally for doing that. It's always been games, right? I think so too, honestly. Because yeah. like there was a there was a stint in my in my youth. I say youth because I'm in my thirties. Hello, thank you. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> in my in my early twenties, about ten years ago. take a second i understand jesus (laughs) fucking christ okay all right about 10 years ago like i was drinking a lot heavily all the time all the time that was my escape because at that point i didn't have games but as soon as games came back into my life like everything else was good (laughs) everything else was good like it evens me out it allows me to be someone i'm not for a little while and i think escapism is healthy in you know the proper doses absolutely and i think even people who don't agree do it in some form like it doesn't even have to be video games films music sports something that lets you do something to take your mind off if so, if you were sat there, you'd be thinking. If you do something to t- to to stop that, that's an escape. It is. Whether it be sports or films, music, games, anything. Yeah. Right. So, kind of, kind of off of that. When did you really start feeling that you were kind of using games as a resource or a tool to help with your mental health? <sighs> Honestly, I think I've had I've had I've had two separate points where i've realized that gaming is more than just gaming to me so when i was younger when i was in school um like i've had a, i've had a very i've ever had a very good life I, mm-hmm. I, I can admit my parents are both lovely people they've treated me well but i had a bit of i had a tough school life mm-hmm. so basically when i was about maybe 13 or 14 my escape was i've had a horrible day at school i've been bullied i've been done all this stuff i'm gonna go home and then chill on cod and just play a couple of hours and mm-hmm. just forget everything so i'd say about 13 14 from school i noticed that gaming really helped me just kind of take the day stress off depending yeah. on how bad it's been yeah but then i'd say it, it about maybe god about three or four years ago it proper hit me again um when my ex left me yeah it left it, it left me really poorly that and I basically, it gave me insomnia and I could, I'd sleep two hours a day and it'd be terrible. I'd have nightmares. So what I used to do is I used to chill on VR chat. I just used to go chill, just yeah. 
meet people, draw, talk to people, play like werewolf and stuff like that. But I used to do that for about four or five hours without even realizing. So I, I have to mention that too, because that was kind of a, when I look back, it was like, wow, that really did help me. That really yeah. helped me. So yeah. yeah, I have, I have two points. Well, but that's good though, that you are able to kind of pinpoint like exactly when it is that, you know, your, your potential anxiety started, because I think yeah. it's important to note that not everybody starts out as an anxious mess, right? No. Like, no. I think there are a lot of people who struggle with mental health later on in their life. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even, I wouldn't have even considered myself having um, mental health problems until I was about 22, 21, 22. So three or four years. Like, don't get me wrong. When I was a kid, I used to have, I used to have bad days. I used to have really, really bad days and like stuff was tough, but I'd never really considered that I was, I was a happy kid. Like it wasn't really affecting me. I could, it was like water off a duck's back in like a little way. But recently after um, about three years ago, it just, it, it all hit me in the space of like two days where I woke up and I was like, what in the hell am I feeling right now? This is new and I do not like it. Yeah. And it really, really threw me. I didn't know kind of what I was feeling. I've never, like I'd never felt before. I didn't know what anxiety was like the, like the fact that I was scared to get out of bed and to go outside and to leave my house. And I didn't know why I felt terrible all the time all i wanted to do was do something to help with the pain that i didn't even know what was going on yeah, yeah and I, yeah I totally get that i totally get that i'm sorry i cut you off but like i'm just like, right yes I, yes yes <laughs> yeah. yes yes i know that i know that feeling yeah but yeah like a, a lot of people that i know especially like I'll, I'll say more people i know in real life people that i've grown up with and met like i've seen like a steady i dare i say like a steady increase on where they've just progressively started to feel worse and worse and it's kind of spiraled over the course of six months yeah. mine hit me in two days it yeah. just absolutely stomped on me yeah sometimes, <laughs> sometimes that's exactly what it is though Right, yeah. like you go from zero to a hundred in no yeah. time flat. Because yeah. I don't like I've always had issues with depression, but again, my 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 childhood was very tumultuous and it was stolen from me. Yeah. Right. So I was in therapy from a very young age, and that was you know mostly due to the abuse and things like that. Yeah. Um. But I didn't really have my first panic attack until I was in my late teens, early twenties. That's when it really like, that's when I really started developing the anxiety side. Yeah. I I completely, I'm I'm in the same, but I, I, when I had my first panic attack, my first proper one, I thought, I I thought I'm I'm having a heart attack or something like it was so overwhelming yeah and like when i was like because i had friends with me and i was like what the hell is going on why can't i move why can't i breathe properly and they're like yeah. oh you're just having panic attack he's like are you sure because this seems like yeah. i need to go to a hospital i actually <laughs> went i actually went and yeah. the doctor like thank thank god the doctor was just so kind He's like, well, he's like, you know, we've done all these tests and like everything looks good because I felt I thought I was having a heart attack. Yeah, I thought I was having a heart attack. 
And he's like, well, do you have a lot going on right now? And I was like, yeah, actually. He's like, okay. And then he like pulled up a chair and he sat there with me for a good 20 minutes and just let me bawl my eyes out and like cry about it and like go through whatever I needed to go through. Yeah. Good. And that in that moment, it helped me. Right. In that moment, yeah. that was what yeah. I needed. But I Absolutely. didn't yet have the tools to really conquer my anxiety. Like I legitimately just had a panic attack the other day. Yeah. You know, because I I'm really my my issues, I'm really good at at helping others, but often at the cost of myself. And that kind of ties back to my my need to feel useful, otherwise people will leave me. Oh god, yeah. Exactly the same. Exactly the same. So I it's just yeah. it's like this weird like I'm exhausted. I deal with two children all day who scream at me and are the level of disrespect <laughs> I get. <laughs> and then I like I come down like to sit down and you know most of y'all know that I I take my my Twitch life very seriously and I I do what I can to promote myself, to grow myself, to build my business and my brand. But I also yeah. want to help other people as well because a lot of the times there was nobody to help me. No, yeah, no, I, yeah, it's, I think that's, that's the good thing about Twitch. And I think that's why it's helped is because it gives you an outlet to invest in something, to watch and see grow and enjoy whilst you're doing it. Like it, it's just, it's brilliant. I think it is too. I think it is too. Yeah. I mean, and obviously, like that's not to say that Twitch is the perfect place because there's a lot of room for. Oh that. no, there's a yeah, there's a there's a lot of problems with Twitch, and but that's more, yeah, more political that needs sorting out rather than the the, the tools are there for everybody to have a good time. Yeah. They just need to be better with it so that everybody does. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Especially since you know, again, I bring this up a lot because it's affected me as much the capital riots in the states yeah right like that was world news yeah that was world news and the world saw the blatant hypocrisy of what happens when white people protest and i put that in air yeah. quotes because it was a fucking riot yeah as opposed to a bunch of black and brown people protesting peacefully sitting in front of lines of cops with signs and getting eyes taken out getting, yeah getting eyes taken out getting shot getting tear gassed and for yeah it's just it's so hard for me as a, a, a woman of color to see and then to come onto twitch and not two days later i have somebody coming into my chat into my discord while i'm live calling me you know the n-word yeah, it's. I I I I, I don't un, I don't understand it. I, I really really don't get it. I, I don't, don't understand why somebody would feel the need to go so out of their way to be so hateful to somebody that they don't know. Like yeah. I, I, I don't get it. Like, what's the benefit? It just you're you're literally expelling or expending energy to make somebody else's day worse, and yeah, that is and the worst so kind of person. Yeah, completely. Not only does it make the person look like a horrible, horrible human being, yeah. but you are needlessly putting down others for absolutely no reason 
for there's there's no there's no benefit there's no silver lining it's yeah. just if you are being a horrible hateful person for zero reason other than to hate people and yeah. I, I don't get it i don't understand why people would go out of the way to hate people it makes I, no sense i mean that makes that makes two of us but it's like that that kind of ties into my whole my whole gaming career because as much as i love gaming like i hear a lot of this all the time right like there are certain games that are more toxic than others <laughs> overwatch <laughs> sorry uh uh fucking rainbow six <laughs> dbd <laughs> DVD. <laughs> but uh like if if i'm not being point like made to feel less than for being a woman i'm being made to feel less than for being black yeah absolutely yeah it's it's yeah. stupid it's so it really it's so is it's, I, I can't put into words how ridiculous it is like it, it is because there's no like there's no reason for it like i get unfortunately like people are raised this way so we need to do better yeah right we need to do better as a society as 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 humans we need to do better but it's like why are there not repercussions for yeah. people doing the wrong thing yeah and why are there repercussions for people who just so happen to have more melanin in their skin for for doing nothing wrong yeah yeah it's there's no control it's not like you went out of your way to be black it's something that you are you're you're a person of color it's not you've it's just you and just the fact that somebody can go oh you've got a different skin color to me therefore i need to bully you and make you feel worse and call you all these horrible horrible names under the sun if it was the other way around i guarantee you they'd be they wouldn't be able to cope exactly but because they're they're lucky enough to be in a situation where they don't meet as much racism or sexism or anything like that they feel that people feel that they can just say what they want with no repercussions and unfortunately most of the time yeah there are repercussions they can do that they can just say what they want do what they want and yeah they might get a slap on the wrist or a ban for a couple of days but then they'll just do something else and start all over again it's ridiculous and that it ain't right at all it's ridiculous it is absolutely fucking preposterous all right yeah. yes the absolute fucking haberdashery <laughs> preposterous that's a right? good word that it's, just, it's it, it it makes my safe space not feel so safe right exactly like i already have to go out in the real world on occasion now because you know it's covid and i stay the fuck home but if i have to go like grocery shopping or something i already get the eyes if it's yeah. not because the way i dress which fuck it i'm I don't care. I I nearly lost my life, and life is too goddamn short. I'm gonna do what I want. Right? Do what you need to do. Yeah. If it's not because of the way I dress, it's because of my skin color. If it's not because of my skin color, it's because I'm in an interracial relationship, which I think is stupid because there are no races outside of the human race, right? No. Yeah. I just happen to be a couple shades darker than than my partner. Than your partner, yeah. If it's not that, then it's be like. I'm going to say something real quick. Like, let me stop. I'm rewinding. Yeah. I am thankful that my children will probably not get the amount of looks that I get. They will get hate on because I am a black woman and I am their mother. But they are white passing. Okay. And it kills me to be happy about that. 
yeah, shouldn't you shouldn't be happy about You that. shouldn't be happy that your kids aren't going to be racist, aren't going to be as victimized because of, yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's a horrible thing to be happy about. Exactly. So not only do, you know, do I think that they're going to be a little bit better off than me, and I really, I hope for it, but they're not going to experience nearly as much in their safe spaces in the gaming community. No. You know what I Completely. mean? Because yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, there are people out there who are like, oh yeah, the gaming community is very inclusive. We're very diverse. Yeah, maybe, but there <laughs> there are still a good chunk of people who want to shit on marginalized communities. Well, you yeah. guys get this because you're black. Excuse me? Yeah. Like, I have to it's... fight ten times harder to get where I'm going. Because of something that is nothing to do with you. Yeah. Something, yeah. It's... Yes. And then when you do fight, I've, I've noticed, that, especially a lot on recently, like, I, I think Twitter is one of the worst places on the internet. I despise its potential because it lets people be horrible to as many people as they can with no repercussions they get they get taken off they'll make a brand new account and start all over again it's it's honestly a horrid horrid place and um like i've noticed a lot people of like people of color and people in the LGBT community when they do fight harder and they do get a foot in the door when they do start to get some success of it not that also is not good that's not good you're only there because of yep the so they'll say i you so say for example yourself you have to fight extra hard because you're person of color you're LGBTQ but when you get there people go oh you're only there because you're a person of color Yep. Because and it's just like, but then on the same token, you'll put me down for that if I fail. You'll put me down for it if I win. There's no, yep. there's no logic behind any of it. No, there is not. There is not. So it, it's that it's really annoying seeing people who deserve to do well and who are fighting hard for it anyway get put down even more so because they're doing well. Yeah, actually, so I there's a streamer that I follow close. Her name is Zombie Kills. She is a woman of color. I, I know Zombie Kills. I love her to pieces. And the amount of hate that she gets, she gets for calling tons. out the blatant racism in the industry only fuels the fucking racists. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's I just I don't get it for for a society that claims to be as inclusive and diverse as they are. They're a bunch of fucking hypocrites. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're a bunch of hypocrites. Come here if you want to feel safe, but if for, ever, for whatever reason you don't feel safe, we're going to do nothing about it. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, <laughs> like, I wasn't going to interact with the chat, but somebody said something. Trolls are everywhere there. That's true. But it doesn't mean that we need to tolerate them. Nah. Because there was all. a... Troll- yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. I was going to say, yeah, trolls are everywhere. Real life, every aspect of the internet is going to be full with them. Everybody gets trolls to a degree but the trolls that are racist and sexist and all that stuff aren't necessary like that that shouldn't be anything to do with it if you want to troll somebody trolls somebody for just to troll them but don't bring up horrible that's the i think that's the problem is a lot of people are trolling by hitting as as hard and as painful as they can yeah Instead of just, if they want to troll, you can troll without being racist. You can troll without being sexist successfully, but you don't need to put somebody down because, yeah. 
and the thing is, is like, I'm at a point now where it's like, if I get trolled, I'm going to troll back 10 times harder, right? Yeah. Like, if you're just being blatantly racist, get the fuck out. I don't need you. You don't want to be here. I don't want yeah. you here. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking put you on blast, especially if you're doing it in a public forum because the internet is fucking public, okay? Yeah. If you're going to do it on a public forum, you better believe that I am going to fucking bite back. I'm so yeah. tired of sitting here and just being like, you know what? Let me be the bigger person. I've been yeah, the I'm bigger a, I'm going to leave it because I don't want to start something. Yeah, I don't give a whereas... fuck. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking make waves. If my existence is inherently political, well, guess what? I'm not going to keep my mouth shut. I will be the angry no. black woman. I don't care. <laughs> I don't yeah, care. Absolutely. If that's, if that's yeah. what their, their, you know, fucking opinion of me is, cool. Yeah. Because the people who actually know me and who actually give a fuck about me and that I actually give a fuck about know who I am. I don't have to exactly. prove it to them. Yeah, exactly. You are, and I'm. I'm not just saying this. I'm I really not. I've known you for three or four years. You are probably one of the nicest people I've ever met. Like now, I, now I gotta fucking. I gotta go punch something. <laughs> <laughs> Slam a keyboard. Do something. Break yeah, something. Jesus, fu- ah, fuck. <laughs> ah. All right. But no, like for somebody, and I'm not just saying this to butt your ass, but for somebody who's gone through so much and has had so many different kinds of experiences the fact that you are so welcoming and loving to all and all this stuff, it is incredible. I know a lot of people who personally would give up, who would be like, I'm just going to sit in bed, not do anything, because nobody wants to see me, nobody wants to talk to me, I get all of this stuff, whereas not only you're taking it on the chin, calling people out and dealing with it, you're also helping other people at the same time do that, just Aww. by doing it yourself. And like credit to you for that, Thank because you. that is a that is difficult to do. Thank you. I'm going to say, like, I live by a a few mantras, but one of them is I want to be better, not bitter. It's easy to be bitter. Oh, completely. It is so easy to just sit and stew on on hate. I don't want to do that. I want to be better. That's harder to do. Trust me, because there are some some days that I just want to be petty white. And start calling people out their name and cussing them and their mama out, but I'm not yeah. gonna do that. Yeah, because that gets no, that gets you nowhere. That just makes you exactly not part of the problem, but it doesn't make you any better. It doesn't make me any better. So you, I will call you out if and when you need to be called out. And outside of yeah. that, I'm gonna say my piece. Be like, listen, sorry you feel that way. I gotta go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> absolutely so that's that's just kind of where i'm at and unfortunately i don't think racism is going to get solved with a podcast but i think opening conversations with people is important i think giving people you know a even a quasi-biased opinion is important because those biases come from places absolutely right so i have biases because of the way that i grew up and because of how the world has interacted with me same thing with anybody on this planet yeah right i think it's important to have those so we can talk about it and possibly you know see where we went wrong as a society absolutely you learn from your mistakes and if you can have a discussion with somebody who has a different opinion they might say a sentence or you might say a sentence that might make you go oh actually i never thought about that that's it's good to discuss about opposing opinions because that's where knowledge grows. Exactly. Exactly. And I think 
you know, just kind of bringing it back to mental health, since that's still so stigmatized, we need to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. We need to talk about it. It's, it's not easy for me to talk about having depression and anxiety and PTSD. Like, yeah. that's not easy, but I have to do it because I know I'm not the only one. And I know there's somebody out there who is struggling just as much, if not more, as me. And maybe my words will fall on their ears and they'll be like, wow, I'm not alone. And that is yeah. such an important feeling of feeling like yeah. somebody understands you. Yeah, that exactly. Feeling like you're not an alien, that you're not an outcast, that what you're going through, nobody's gone through and you can't talk about it because yeah. people will laugh or put you down yeah. you, it's it's good to have places where you can go and just be honest and then have discussions with people and get it off your chest because I'd, like nine times out of ten if something's bothering me if i'm holding something in, if i'm feeling really bad and i'll dwell on it i'll sit on it but then if i talk to somebody about it mm -hmm. it, it i just it feel it, i feel a little bit better just yeah. uh oh i've got that off my chest yeah so if you yeah so if like yeah if you can broadcast it to people and somebody joins in and goes, oh, wow, I'm not the only one You, without even trying has, has helped someone yeah. and vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree with that. I think I think we are always taught to just keep all that negative stuff. In. Yeah. And I think, you know, we genuinely get taught that. And because of that, we are we're scared to have yeah. these conversations because they are uncomfortable. Ooh. And nearly absolutely destroyed my desk. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I mean, here we are, uh, living our best lives, destroying desks and shit. Uh, but I, I do... Oh, sorry. Go. I was going to say, I must say, on that note, though, with something that I've very much come into contact with, with you saying that we need to, uh, people need to be more open, something that I have very much discovered, and I don't know if this is the same for everywhere, but this is my personal thing, is that the phrase man up oh, guys are that. Hate yeah hate it. yeah i have had that hate so it. much i have had like i don't, I don't want to say it's worse for males because of that but i must admit um males i feel do get a little bit more of a thing because guys are allowed to do that guys can't cry guys can't talk about their emotions guys can't have depression and anxiety because you need to man up you're a man you're all strong you need to do this yep. it's um or what's it um uh, is it to toxic masculinity that kind of stuff where yes. it's just like you're a man you need to act like one it's like no i feel like shit and i want to cry yeah. back off yeah and i think i think it so thank you for actually bringing that up because i think that's a really important point humans as a species are allowed to fucking feel emotion it doesn't yeah. matter if you're man woman gender fluid fucking demi whatever because i happen to be a demi girl hi how are you we exist um like if you're you're trans if you're whatever you are it doesn't matter we as humans are allowed to have emotions and fucking yeah. stealing up and manning up quote unquote is the most unhealthy thing you can do it is absolutely toxic it has killed so many people and like personally i know a couple of people um guys who have died and they've like they've told me that they're not feeling too good and that they've got issues and but instead of dealing with it and like or not dealing with it sorry instead of talking to me or somebody and getting it out there and letting it off the chest letting the, them stop spiraling yeah. I've, I've known people have 
committed suicide. I know several people who have taken their life just because they haven't had an outlet to be able to talk about what they're feeling because all they say is, I'm a guy, people need, I need to man up. I'm not meant to feel this. And it's literally killing people because they're so sad that they have nowhere else to go. Nobody will listen. And then, yeah. It's, it is. It's hard and it's unfair. Like, just like there are things that are unfair for women. There are some things that are equally as unfair for men. Like, I don't think anybody should man up, you know? So no, I'm, I'm doing what I can with the next generation because my son is a very emotional boy. He is a very, listen, sometimes it fucking gets under my skin if I'm honest, right? Yeah. But at the same token, it's, I have to teach him that he's allowed to feel what he's feeling. And I say that every single time, like, baby, Absolutely. You are allowed to feel this. I want you to be able to feel it. Yeah. However, you can't take it out on everybody else. No. No. Because I think there's unfortunately that fine line of like when we genuinely feel bad for some reason, like our sick sadistic brains just want to make others feel bad. Yeah. And that's work to do sometimes, let's be honest, right? Sometimes when I'm feeling bad, like, I I will lash out. But then I realize that I'm doing it, and I apologize, right? Yeah, I've, I've done that, yeah. I had a bit a bit of a falling out with somebody. It was, like, something so innocent. Yeah. I'm playing DVD. I was playing Killer. I had a bit of a bad match, and I got into a little bit of an argument with the person who I was, um, who was in the lobby. And I posted something on Twitter just thinking, I just, I need to get this out. I'm bitter. I'm full of hate right now. Yeah. I'm just going to say something and like leave it. And then it kind of got a little bit. And then I woke up and somebody kind of said, Ellie, you were a little bit in the wrong there. And I was like, ah, yeah, I really, fuck it. I really was, one. I? Yeah. Apologized. And now we're, uh, we're good mates. Yeah. Like sometimes, so, but that that's important too, right? Because we are, are bound and determined to fuck up. <laughs> yeah. It's... It's going to happen no matter how hard you try. We're just going to fuck up. Nobody's perfect. And fucking up is a part of the process. Yeah. The difference is if you fuck up and you own it, whereas if you fuck up and you dig your heels in, like, no, I was right. Yeah. We all know you're not. Like, you're not fooling anybody. We know you're not. Just take it on the chin. Exactly. We think, think if say if somebody was to be a dick to me and then they came back a day or two later and said, mate, I'm really sorry. I, I'm really sorry for what I said or how I behaved. I'd be like, yeah, don't worry. It, it's stronger to see growth and to yeah. it, the fact that you've realized yourself. And like, that's when I think it's important. I always think if I've done something, it was that the right call. Is that, will that upset somebody or something like that? And it's, do I need to think like, was that right for me to do? And then sometimes it's yes, sometimes I stick by it if I feel like I'm doing fine. Or sometimes I'll be like, no, no, fair enough. Hands up. I fucked up. Forgive me. Yeah. And I think think that also leads to important conversation. Absolutely. It always does, right? Like, if you open yourself to growth, you will see good things. Failure is a good thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck on that notion failure is a good thing because that teaches us what didn't work so we know what to do to make it work i think people just need to stop thinking that failure is the end-all be-all yeah if i if i if i turn around and say i'm wrong then that's the worst thing i can't possibly people can't say that i've I've made a mistake no no i I have to dig my boots in further as you said and it's like yeah it's kind of counterintuitive because now the fact the more you dig your heels in thinking that 
you've not made a mistake, the more you're making it worse instead of just owning up, putting your hands up and saying, yep, yeah. I fucked up. If somebody did that, yep, yeah, fine, let's move on. Nice yeah. to meet you. I, but if I, somebody digs their heels, it's like, no, I'm not wrong, you're wrong. It's like, well, fuck off then. Yeah, I have no time for you. Yeah, because at that point, that, that shows you their true character, right? Like, I respect people more when they mess up and they say they messed up. As yeah, opposed to completely. people who fuck up and are like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> I like, swear, bitch. I swear to God. <laughs> swear you're about to, to catch God, these hands. You, you go catch these hands. <laughs> So I'm sorry. sorry. Ooh, my, my southern grandma came. <laughs> All righty. So let's start wrapping up. We can open it up for any questions. If anybody has any, um, if not, you know, Jazzy, thank you so much for being on here. No, thank you. Thank you for once again inviting me. It's been lovely to do this. My I, first podcast. Listen, we we going to have to talk because <laughs> we just we vibe. We vibe, girl. We, yeah, we we absolutely <laughs> vibe. So we're, we're going to have to talk because I would love to have you on more. Yeah, for sure. Um, But that that's something we will uh, we'll talk That's about for a future that. discussion. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I've been watching too much Drag Race, okay? Oh, sorry. is there any reason anymore? Sorry, I need, I, we can't. I'll let, I'll I know, let you wrap we'll, up. We'll be here, we'll be here for another two hours. We'll, that in a bit. we'll discuss that in a bit. But, um, oh, fuck. All right, let me, I just got really excited talking about Drag Race. Anyway. Jazzy, my love. Yes. Tell my queen. Tell the children what you got going on. What do you got planned? What are your what are you doing? Shout yourself out, my friend. Children. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um honestly, I'm just doing right now what I've always been doing. I stream four times a week. I do YouTube videos, I make content. Um, stuff like that. I just like I play horror games. I play DVD and stuff. Then I do artwork. Just I like chilling. I like being wholesome and just have spend time with good people, good company, good music. That's that's basically me. I like just relaxing, having a laugh, and it's very much uh, I do whatever I can to tr- potentially just improve the quality of somebody's day. Potentially, there you go. I like that. We do have a question. It comes from Tig the Killer. He says, of course. Can either of you tell me about a time that stands out as gaming really helping to calm your mental state? Would you like to go first? I can. Yeah. So when earlier when I said that I was on uh, VR chat, so when I said that it, it um, so basically my my ex girlfriend left me, and that spiraled me into probably the worst. Part, part of my life I've ever been. I have never, ever been that low before in my life. And one of the things was I was living by myself in my own house and I was just incredibly lonely. So for me, very specifically, the way that I used to get calmed out when I used to go on VR chat and just talk to people and meet people. There was no stigma. Nobody knew who I was. I could just relax, calm my mind and just talk to people and have a bit of fun, which was lovely. So yeah, definitely... Uh, VR chat personally was uh, was a godsend for me because it just helped me not feel lonely, it calmed my mind, I'd relax and just enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah, so that's that I totally, totally get that. As far as me, I I have a tissue nearby just in case, but um I think 
the one that stands out because i mean there there are times where i automatically just go to gaming to calm me down but the one that stands out is um shortly after i had my daughter like y'all know i was going through some postpartum depression i had ptsd that i didn't know i had um and i found out that my job was essentially forcing me out so i was about to be without a job um i was numb I was numb. Like, I literally just left the kids with my partner. I got in the car. I took a drive. And I almost, like, I I, no. I was seriously considering not coming home. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, obviously, I kept driving. I ended up in a parking lot, and I was sitting there hyperventilating in my car. Um, I came home, and I sat down in my desk like at my desk in my chair and i just booted up elder scrolls online i i i i had to yeah in that moment instinctually i knew i had to because if i yeah. didn't there was a good chance that i was gonna at least gonna end up committed that night yeah and it's still it's still hard for me to talk about i still have tears pulling up in yeah. my eyes it, it's but, yeah it's I needed to just escape. Yeah. To have a couple of hours where you're not yeah, you. Yeah, because I was just hurting. Like, everything was new. My body was hurting. I was still feeling the effects of, you know, having lost a considerable amount of blood. Yeah. I was pale. I was exhausted to begin with. And I just, I needed to do that. I needed to do that. Because if I yeah. didn't, like, I don't want to know what would have happened. Yeah, no, exactly. I agree with some parts. It was very much, yeah, very much the same. Like, I, I am very fortunate. I had a couple of very, very, very good friends to help pull me out. Yeah. If they didn't, I wouldn't be here. I can say that wholeheartedly. I nearly gave up. I really nearly did. And they saved my life as long with um gaming and twitch it just loads of little things that just pulled me out yeah. but yeah it's i was very very fortunate and i know some other people are lucky to have that um privilege unfortunately some people don't necessarily might not have particular people that can help pull them out so that's why rela- escaping is so important sometimes it is it is cuz sometimes so what it what gaming actually does is it gives you that freedom to just be. Yeah. Right? When yeah. your own like minds are like when they're just when you're full of such self loathing. Yeah, of just hate for you. The best thing that you can do, honestly, is just find something is, to to yeah. release all that into. Yeah, to stop putting it on yourself for a couple of hours. Cause that break can do wonders where you just go oh okay blum neck yeah i think i think if i'm not mistaken we have another question from luna yeah um what is something that you're aware of right now as something you need to work on that you're working on now personally yeah i i've i have a very big confidence issue my i'd say that's my biggest thing is i've since i was bullied throughout my entire life through school and whatnot a lot of people have always told me that i'm not going to be anything so sometimes i believe them 
And I think the thing that I need to work on the most is I need to start being able to catch myself from spiraling. Like I'll be, I'll be sitting there and I know full well in an hour, I'm going to feel like shit because I'm just going to start thinking of all these questions and all these hypotheticals and all this stuff. I'm trying to improve on stopping that and being like, no, actually you're not a useless. What you are, what you're doing does matter. I'm just trying to stop myself from spiraling before it, it, I get to the to the bad place. Yeah, I I think my thing is I need to make time for self care. Yeah, that's Absolutely. my biggest thing. Like I have confidence issues too. Like, but I have mom bod. All right, like I I'm I got mom bod. All right, I used to be real real cute, real skinny, like modeling and shit. And now I got you mom bod. You are a queen. Well, thank you. But <laughs> I, uh, I, I need to work on self care, like because I'm so giving and I give freely, right? Yeah. But, but you don't give to yourself. I don't. I don't give to myself at all. And there, yeah. like, I, I end up getting bitter at everybody around me because of it, and that's not fair to them because I'm not taking the time I need. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Completely. So that's completely. definitely something that I am working on right now is actually saying like. Hey, I'd love to help you, but I can't do it right now. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone like, needs I'm, that time. Yeah, I'm spent. Like, I love you. Please don't be mad at me, but I got to go. Like, I just got to take yeah. some time. Yeah. And no, I don't, nobody can be bad at that. If somebody was to turn around to me and say, I'm not having a good day, I need to go and just do my thing, I'll be like, yeah, go do it. I'm here if you need me. Send me a message. Go. Yeah, right. D- but do I, your thing. My, I just, I have abandonment issues. So I get very, very, very nervous. Yeah. But. That being said, thank you again, Jazzy, for being here. Of course. I adore your face. I adore your face. Um, listen, first of all, you. Okay? <laughs> you. Yeah, but, but, and if I may say, you. Oh. Well, I'll shoot help, right? All right. If I, had an, <laughs> I wish I had like an Uno deck so I could just be like, no. Yeah, it is. There is a last question. Okay. Oh. When did you both know? Oh, this is from Goblin Queen Lindsay. Sorry. When did you both you know that there was something different about you in regards to sexuality? I, I'm very, 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 very. <laughs> I had a weird realization that I was in the fact that it wasn't something that I kind of slowly came to realize. It was. So I was basically friends with this dude in school. We were good mates. And we just <laughs> we just ended up fooling about, just to kind of like I think we were joking at first, and then it was kind of like, are we serious about this? And then it, we just kind of fooled about, and then I was like, oh, oh, I am then, okay, yeah. It wasn't something that I was I like, love that. <laughs> was just, I love that, I love just, that. Yeah, I kind, <laughs> I kind of found out by doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So for me. Y'all are going to laugh and that's fine. But um I was watching Aladdin. And I wanted Jasmine and Aladdin. <laughs> I wanted both of them. I just wanted them. I was like, "Oh my god, they're so pretty. I need I can I can I kiss both of them? Is that okay? Can I do that?" That was that Absolutely. was the realization. And I I have to say I was probably about 5. 5. Oh, I'd, yeah, I didn't say I, I was about. 
I think about 13, 13, yeah. 14. Yeah. So teenagers are weird and like I didn't little kids are weird too. That's why like it I don't know. It just it was one of those things and then like I didn't talk about it for the longest time and now you can't get me to shut the yeah. fuck up about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. yeah. Well it, guys. Thank you all for being here. Jazzy, thank you so much. Make sure you of go course, check love. out the son of Jazzy. Um, I will absolutely be dropping his links in the description below, as well as some resources for some online counseling, as well as a crisis center. If you feel that you need to, please know that no matter where you are, you are not alone. Um, and I hope that this information or these these testimonies have have brought some sort of light into your life. Um, nothing stays dark forever. With that being Absolutely. said, thank you, Jazzy. I love you guys. Love you. Take care.